0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I am your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure i am glad you did. Hey, we're doing a special Saturday show, you know. I'm very excited about that. You know how these guests can be sometimes. No, I'm I'm teasing. Um, But no, I I like doing a Saturday show. I like to mix things up once in a while. You know, it's always, always cool to do, and um, that's what we're doing. Hey, before we get started, um, you know, I got to say it. I got to say it. My wife's uh, business, uh, the Spectral Moon, uh, online seller of crystals and stuff like that, are having their first uh, market thing they're doing uh, tomorrow. It's uh, in um, Pompano Beach, Florida, and it's right there by the Publix on Federal Highway, and it's in the parking lot. They have all kinds of booths and and stuff of that nature, and it's called the, the Good Vibes Market, so, uh, you know, you can go there and, and, I don't know, buy a yoga mat and um, get some good vibes and, and definitely uh, talk to them, her and Travis, about crystals. I'm telling you, we have so many crystals in our house, I feel like Superman at the Portrait of Solitude. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, please, folks, go buy some and uh, give me a break a little bit, because, you no, know, they will just... I'll just put more crystals in here. That's what they'll do. Anyhow, I'm teasing, of course. Um, today, today we are going the literary route, uh, which I like to do. Um, I know at the beginning of the year, I talked about having more authors and, uh, and the like on the, uh, the show here. And that's what we're trying to do. And today is one of my very good friends. Um, Danny and I just love her a lot. Uh, her and Julie uh, are just the best. Uh, author of the new book, Treasured, I'd like to welcome uh, Miss Rose Thorgard. Rose, how are you doing, sweetie? Hi. Hi, how are you? What's going on? So, Rose, right, you just turned around and, it, and you said, yeah, I got nothing to read. I've read everything. Maybe I should just <laughs> write a book. How about that? How cool. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Treasured. Now, this just came out, what, last week, right? Or was it this yeah. week? The, uh, the 15th. The 15th. Holy moly. Holy moly. Now, Rose, don't get mad at me. I have not read the book. I read a couple pages of it, <laughs> um, but I've not read the book uh, strictly because my wife, Danny, is hogging it. She is she's <laughs> hogging it. She's reading the book right now. And, you know, last night, I think it was 8 o'clock, 8.30, she goes, oh, I'm going to go lay down and read now. I'm like, what? you're going to bed? It's 830. She goes, yeah, i got a good <laughs> book. More interesting than you are. So that's where I'm going. Wow. Okay, hey, that's
0: what I wow. like to okay. do, in bed with a good book.
1: I'm telling you, her and her cat snuggled up in there, and they're just all, they're reading treasured.
0: Now, this is amazing. <laughs> this is
1: your first published book. Um, yes, it is. Through this publisher, right?
0: That's ever wild. published
1: book. First ever published book. How about that? Yeah. How about mm-hmm. that? That's pretty cool. Let me Before we get into everything about the book, I wanted to ask you a couple quick questions. Now, um, we've known you, and for those who don't know, for those listening at home uh, or wherever you're listening, um, yes, uh, Danny and I are very good friends with uh, with Rose and, and her partner, Julie. Uh, they were in our way. Uh, you know, they, they're very, very good friends of ours. And um, we've known you guys forever. You know, when you first started telling me that you were working on a book, what was it, about a year and a half ago? A year ago, maybe?
0: Um, yeah, like about, about a year and a half. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was kind of
1: like, eh, you know, I didn't take it too seriously. Because, Rose, you know, you're kind of a <laughs> flat. No, I'm I'm teasing. Um, no, because everybody says that. That's a dream of so many people. And, um, you know, people, and I'm not push, raining on anybody's parade. I'm saying a lot of people have dreams. Very few make them happen, turn them into reality. Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, I've it heard takes a
0: lot to do it. Many people say that there's like what 80% of people who say they're going to write a book don't finish, and then a small percentage of the people who do finish go on to publish it. And right. I mean, honestly, it's kind of a shame because a lot of people oh, have really good stories out there.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm telling you. go Go to any corner bar. And, um, you know, buy somebody a drink, and they'll
0: tell you theirs.
1: um Or go <laughs> at to any, any Starbucks,
0: Hairstyle. and there's a writer in there somewhere. <laughs>
1: That's very true. That's very true.
0: But what I wanted to ask, when you
1: were um, – and that being said and whatnot, I did not know this, that, that you had the writing book as, as part of your personality. When you were a young lass, did you, um, you know uh, – I, I know you grew up in uh, South Florida here. Um, did you know – that, uh, you know,
0: author was. Oh, yeah, always. What you were going to be doing, <laughs> you knew
1: it. Yeah, you from, said, this is what I'm from doing. when I
0: was very young. Like, I was a little slow actually learning how to read at first. So yeah. it made me even more determined that when I did learn how to read, I was like, I'm going to read everything I can possibly get my hands on. I was going through my mom's bookshelf. Like, I skipped right past the child section at the library and went straight to the... Like, I was checking out books about the Bermuda Triangle, and then I wanted to write my own stories. I wrote short stories as a kid, poetry, things like that. And it was only last year, like a year and a half ago, that I decided I'm going to write a book. had no idea how to do it, but I just had to figure it out.
1: Well, that's awesome. And sometimes that's the best way. That is the best way. I remember... I've learned that lesson many, many years ago. I have had so many uh, different types of work that I've done and whatnot. A million years ago, I used to, uh, I, like you, got this weird, you know, uh, wild hair up my backside. And, um, well, what it was <laughs> is I saw somebody that was making a whole bunch of money, and I said, well, that money looks pretty fun to have. I want some of that. And I started <laughs> investing in real estate you know, doing house flips and that kind of stuff and this and that. And people were amazed because I was, I start hanging out with people that are doing the same thing and, you know, you're swapping war stories and I'm like, yeah, well, this is what I I did this and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, how did you, and I'm like, they're like, you're not supposed to be able to do that. And I said, oh, I didn't know I couldn't do that. I guess that's why I did it (laughs) because nobody ever told me I couldn't do it, you know. Um, exactly. And it I mean, especially like, with, sorry, go ahead. No, no. Finish your thought. Finish your thought. Oh,
0: especially with um, creative careers, there's really mm-hmm. no one set way to do it. It's kind of like you go out there, you make your art, craft, whatever it is, and just put it out there and you just do it. Exactly. You know, and sometimes exactly. you get
1: lucky. Well, and, you know, I think, I definitely believe in luck. I definitely believe that luck plays a, a big part of it. But I will uh, put a, a, a marker on that and say that um, if you put yourself in an adventation situation, if you can help luck along, it works even better. And I think you've done that, you know, just from from uh, what I know of your journey so far, you know, um, you mm-hmm. made some very, smart, um, business decisions, uh, with your, with your book. You know, I, I'm, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed. And also that this is your first one because you seem like a champ at it. You, you, you're real good <laughs> at what you're doing, you know, uh, so that's that's good lots, lots
0: of research, you know, <laughs> figuring out how to do all the things I needed to do formatting, Writing query letters, things like that.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And the crazy thing is,
1: is I think um and people don't know there, a couple of things come to mind. Um, we there's this weird mythology, uh, in, in contemporary American culture of um and I think I definitely think it has to do with reality T V. It got its start there. Uh shows like The Voice, these competition shows and whatnot. Where mm-hmm. people are like, "eh, hey, I'm pretty good at something. I think I just got to go to this thing, and all of a sudden, I'll be world famous, and and you know, I'll, I'll skip all of the work. And right. I just, just want to get to that point um, as quickly as I can. And I get it, and I get it. Um, and it's a, maybe it's a combination of that social media. I I don't know. Um, you know, Instagram influencers and the like, but you know, every successful person I've ever known at anything <laughs> you say, what's the big how did you get there? How did it work? I worked my ass off. I worked my, I got yeah. really good at what I do, you know? And that takes work. Um, And you've done I mean, that. You do that daily. For those who don't know, and I'm just going to, and, and Rose, if I give too much information, just say Jamie, nix that and, <laughs> and we'll take it out uh, for the podcast. But Folks, Rose is it. like uh, I get up. Everybody knows I'm an old man, and they know that I get up really early. I love the morning. I love working in the morning um, because the phone's not ringing and there's no emails coming. in. You know what I mean? The, everybody's asleep. And right. It's just yep. great. The only person that's up um, is Rose and me because <laughs> I see her on the yep. social the the social media and stuff. I'll tag her in some something, something silly, and she, responds immediately. And I'm like,
0: wow. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, our schedules kind of overlap. So if I'm I'm like working or just finished writing for the night and then you're just waking up and <laughs> I'll be like, hey, Jamie, I'm mm-hmm. going to bed now. See ya.
1: <laughs> exactly. We'd be good roommates in a one bedroom apartment, you know, where you had to sh- right? <laughs> switch off. Um,
0: you wouldn't even to need two beds because you just swap off.
1: <laughs> yeah. I used to know a guy that did that. Did that he had been and been doing it for like 15 years. Um, he was an old drunk, and uh, <laughs> you know, he went to the bars every night, and that was his life. And you know, God bless, yep. him. good for him, but uh, you know, not the life I would want. But anyhow, yeah, so she works, she works, folks. Now, let me ask you this so you came up with an you obviously had an idea. What is the timeline, would you say? What um, from conception to where we are now, to published book, people can go to
0: Walmart and get this. you know, <laughs> oh God, let me see uh like from when I first came up with the story period mm-hmm. that yeah, it I would say the story spent longer in my head than on paper because right. I mean, it's probably a weird thing that I do, but, well, I thought it was a weird thing that only I did until TikTok. And I saw that people on there talk about how when they can't sleep at night, they'll tell themselves stories in their head so that they can go to sleep, Mm. so they can relax. And I never realized that other people do that. That's what I've always done since I was little, tell myself stories in my head to go to sleep. So this is one of them. It was, it formed in my head one night and... It slowly started adding more and more details, and then I was like, you know what? I need to write this down, (laughs) and that's what I did.
1: No, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, but from there,
0: probably a year from writing to publish. Yeah.
1: Wow. Wow. I my hat tip a hat to you because I got to tell you, um, and you know, Danny, you know my wife. I got to tell you, Mm -hmm. you know, if I were to sit her down and say, okay, dear. Um, I've got an idea, this is what I'm going to be doing for the next year, Um, you know, and and morning, noon and night, this is what I'm going to be focused on. you know, she would smile and say, well, Picasso, that's great, but you better stick to, uh, (laughs) you know, weeknights and and weekends, because we need a new washing machine, we need this, we need that, and, uh, you know, unless you start delivering pizzas or something, you got to paint. I don't know if I could (laughs) sell it. I don't think I could sell it to him, to her, you know? I, I don't, um, Well, obviously, I mean, your, par- I gotta say, your partner is great, you know?
0: Yes, she's very, very supportive. I mean, but the first thing I actually started to write wasn't this story. It was a different story, and that one was halfway uh, finished before she even knew that I was writing it. Wow, and, wow. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't sure about, you know, myself at first, and I just wanted to try it out. But yeah, from there, after I told her and I started telling other people, I mean, everybody's been really supportive and I appreciate it so much. That's amazing. You know, even That's the amazing. late night.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, it's involved. It's involved in, and in people, people that are listening, if you're not in a creative world um, and there's the majority of people aren't in the world, um, it's hard for them to wrap uh, their head around us as artistic types. Um, we, in my opinion, and I think it's very true, at least from the people I know, we have to be doing our craft or whatever it is we do. Um, if, if we're not, we're going to go crazy, you know, it, oh, it's yeah. just, <laughs> there's a need to do it. You know, it's like, it's like salmon swimming upstream. Can't help it. Just how we are, you know? Uh, so if you're going to be with somebody that's in the creative world, strap in because that's uh, <laughs> you
0: know that's what you're that's <laughs> what
1: you're in they got in store for you you know. Um,
0: it's very true, and, and sometimes she'll get sick of me and be like, you know what, you're too antsy. Go right. Get out of here. I can't deal with right. you right now.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, I get the same thing. I get the same thing. A couple of thoughts <laughs> though. It's interesting that you say that you had this in your head for so long because. I I tell people this all the time in my world with, uh, for those who don't know, uh, my day job, I'm a painter, paint pictures people and stuff, and been doing that a long time, uh, over 20 years uh, professionally. And, you know, and I, I tell people, I'm like, I, I paint a painting five times before the brush touches a canvas. And that's in my head. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll literally be sitting around thinking about, well, yeah, if I do it this way, I can blend these and then I can do that and blah, blah, blah. And you got know, a light source over here. You know, I mean, it's all playing out in my head. Yeah, because there's no I'm wasted sure resources in your this. head
0: because you can erase as much as you want. Exactly. You know, and redo and, it.
1: And, oh, yeah. And, and figure stuff out before you have to, you know, you're on the spot. And, you know, I'm sure we've all been to dinner, uh, you, Julie, me, and Danny, and I've been staring off into space. That's probably what I was doing.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Every time, if I have a blank look on my face, I'm plotting.
1: And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www. Dot hey Rockers,
2: this is Stacy Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices. Collectors and healers, visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROX. That's R O X X for ten percent off your first order. Remember, tosots.com. Earth's treasures brought to light.
1: Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. She's uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and, of course, the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle is just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com. Albion ncom MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. <laughs> right, exactly, and we're not being rude folks, we're just taking a, a lull in the conversation to uh, b- put it to use, you know, that's, that's yeah. what's happening. And sometimes
0: it's that, and sometimes it's literally that somebody said one word that made me think of something related to my book, and then I'm gone, I'm in another world. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> or we're at IHOP at 3 in the morning, and, um, you know, we're listening to all the drunken conversations around it now, you know. No
0: only done that a hey, few Hey, that's times. material for the next book.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Remember that waitress that, that face planted the last time we were at IHOP? Oh, my God. Oh, my I God. I felt so bad for
0: her. <laughs> I felt terrible for her. I did, too.
1: I was like, Ooh. oh.
0: That's the kind of fall where she you God. She was having, you having yourself, a bad day.
1: You know? Oh, I think she was. I think she was. Oh, man. But we left her a big tip, so I, I think it, uh, you know, um, she was happy about that because
0: yeah. we were all very concerned.
1: <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Maybe she does. Maybe she does that for every customer. No. Don't want to say <laughs> that. Way. Um, no, it's very cool. So you had this story. A right, couple questions because I want to get into um, your background. You're um, uh, an amalgamation of things, but the big, the big chunk of that, the big piece of the pie is Italian, right?
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we were On my mother's a side. a
1: Nice, nice. Well, we were talking a little bit before we when uh, we were off mic, as they say in the business, uh, before we uh, came on the air, and um, you had mentioned something that I found fascinating, um, and i would never had really thought about. You have an under- with your background and, and family and history and whatnot. You have a, an understanding in um, uh, of, of of slang of uh, dynamics in that cultural dynamics, if you will. Uh, yes, yes, And definitely, I that came in handy in this story.
0: It did, especially because they're, it's about, you know, Italians in New York, and that's where my family's from. You know, the, the slang terms are all things I've heard growing up, like from my grandfather and stuff. And, nice. you know, like Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, things like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, just like the mannerisms. And, you know, the way they act with, like, you know, the way Michael is with Livia in the book, you know, how he's protective of her. And it's kind of like the mentality of the, you know, Italian father, grandfather, things like that.
1: Well, that's awesome. That is so cool. Yeah. And that is a really, you know, folks listening at home who, you know, are, are dreaming of putting the pen to paper themselves, this is very good advice use the tools that you have. Um, you hear people all the time. They write what you know or paint what you know or what you're living, you know. Um, and that's great. But um, sometimes it doesn't have to be exact. Sometimes it just has to be, ah, you understand how this world
0: works, how this universe is, uh,
1: you know, the gear work is going in it. And
0: uh, I think yeah. that's cool. I mean, even if, if you're not an expert, if you have a little bit of knowledge that gives you, like, an edge of authenticity, you know, it'll – make it more alive, the story, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's like I'm not an expert on the mafia, but you know.
1: (laughs) Well, I've watched movies and read books and stuff. And and there's been so many times that that I've I've said, oh, that person has some experience with this because I know that I also have that, whatever it was, I'm like, they know what the hell they're talking about because this happened to me, you know, or whatever. I can understand and relate to it um, on a personal right. level, and if your audience can do that, man, that's half the battle right there. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, very, very. I, cool. I do
0: want to say something about what sure. you said about writing what you know, because I do have an opinion about that. It's just, I think that when years. someone, I think when someone is first starting out writing, I think it's best to start writing what you know because it's just less pressure to start you know, not having to do a ton of research right away. Because after I started writing this, I wrote another book that I'm still working on. It's not being published yet, but it's a mystery. And I had to do a lot of research for that one. And I think if I had started Mm. writing that book first, I would have gotten discouraged because so much work went into making this story make sense. So I think that starting out, it's good to write what
1: you know. That's great advice. It's great. It makes sense to me. You know, what do I know though? It, it's yeah, I think that's <laughs> fantastic. Um, well, the very cool thing is this is a cool story. No, this is in the romance genre, and folks, I don't want to see any noses up in the air when I say that because that's the <laughs> top selling genre of um, you know of that world. You know, I mean, that's how you get infinity pools and and you know, I mean, Tesla right. stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And there's I mean wrong look with at Harlequin,
0: that. Harlequin is one of the big publishers,
1: yeah,
0: and they're exclusively oh, romance
1: uh, it's very true in my world. It's funny because every everybody wants to be Andy Warhol, you know, and then and then they and they they turn their nose up uh, at floral paintings. I said we well, you know what? Warhol painted some flowers too, um, because in the art world, floral paintings are the top seller, you know every. Yeah, We've all been to a doctor's to office. Yeah, you know that's that's what you see. You know, um, and it's it's just it's the same thing. It, it's it's pseudo intellectual snobbery at its finest. Um, you know, when people turn their nose up at anything. All art subjective. And hey, romance novels may not be your cup of tea, folks, but um, you know maybe they are, and you just don't know. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, and and the yeah. thing with romance. People say that they're, you know, you read one, you read them all. But that's not actually true because, you know, everybody puts their own spin. And the thing is, is that when people read a story they like, they tend to want to read more stories that have similar aspects. Mm. Not exactly the same, but, you know, oh, I like this one. This one had a mafia bodyguard. I really like that. I want another mafia bodyguard. And it's like, here's another one right here. And they consume them so fast. It's like there's always a demand for romance books.
1: Absolutely. Oh, you know, old Bill Shakespeare thought uh, uh, there was something to it. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> um, we've all seen that. Everybody right loves a play. love story. Yeah. yeah. People, hey, we we all chase, you know, our tails around a lot trying to get that in real life. So, you know, um, nothing wrong at all with that. Nothing wrong at mm-hmm. all, in my opinion. You know, seriously. Uh, what I wanted to also touch on, is, um, well, you know, that's the artistic thing. That's the book. It is, we got to let people know, too. We have links up on our show page um, uh, to your website, Uh your Instagram, yeah. Twitter, and even your TikTok is up there. Um, and also the direct link to the Amazon uh, page where people can pick this up. But you're not just, this book isn't just at Amazon. It's also out everywhere. Barnes & Noble, Google Books, Walmart, Target, Uh, that's amazing, you know? That is cool. That is cool. Global, worldwide, baby. Um, Very, very cool. It's exciting. Uh, I mean, can you imagine? I've never had a book published. Are you kidding me? I'd be over
0: the moon about that. That is very, very cool. I am. I am Uh, over the moon. It's also very surreal. You know, I almost can't believe that it's real. It's still taking a while to hit me. Well, you, but, you know, you work I mean, hard and
1: here's the result of that. You know, that's, and well, let me, let me, let's, let's shift gears to the business side of this a little bit. Um, and uh, <laughs> cause that's always, that always trips up so many, uh, you know, in my world, the painters that I know is, is the business, the art biz side of it. Um, now this is a, uh this is, of course, a, a Vanity Press uh, self published. No, no, folks, it's not. No, <laughs> no, she has a, an actual established publisher, you know, that she had to form a relationship with and, and all this and that, and uh, to get this happen, uh, to happen and whatnot. Most people, you know, here's the thing about self publishing, in my opinion, and again, I'm just a guy with a podcast and, and paint some pictures. I'm no expert on stuff. <laughs> one of the only people I kn- can think of off the top of my head, for those that don't know, I have to be a big science fiction fan. Um, I read a lot of. I read everything, but I, I read a lot of science fiction. Rose even bought me a uh, for Christmas one year, anthology of science fiction. Um, Is mm-hmm. Andy Weir the author? Andy Weir, you wrote The Martian. Oh yes. Yeah, wrote a bunch of stuff. Well, the interesting thing about them, Andy Weir, when the Martian especially, um, is he self-published that. And he did it on his website and put up a chapter like a month and, and people,
0: because nobody would publish him. He couldn't form those. You little, know, that's actually really interesting. Well, and then it yeah, turned around. Yeah, the first thing I read by Andy Weir, oh, sorry.
1: Well, no, what I was going to say is it turned around, and, and there was a huge demand, and it became very popular. And then the publishers came to him with offers, you know, with numbers mm-hmm. and stuff, yeah, right, ready to write checks. And I think so many people see a story like that. In indie filmmaking, it's the paranormal activity or the Blair Witch. They say, you know what? <laughs> we can do this, and uh, they did it, so why not me? well, that's fine and everything, but you have to have measured expectations in whatever you do like that, because that doesn't mean it's going to happen every time. I definitely think the Andy Weir Martian thing was one in a million. I I don't think that's a formula that you can (laughs) um, repeat and whatnot. And I'm sure it happens, but I don't
0: think it happens as often as it should. Well, yeah. And, and, because I've read a, a couple of self-published books that are really, really good. You know, well edited. So I mean, mm. you know.
1: Well, and there's not again nothing wrong with with that. Now, this isn't a direction you particularly went uh, with with your your novel here. Um, did you have? Was there other reasons than just um, wanting to work with people who kind of knew the lay of the land and what the heck they were doing?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, kind of. It's like, you know, when I started this, I didn't know what I was doing. I had written stories before in poetry, but I was like, I don't know how to write a book. So I had to research from the ground up, figure out how to even make a manuscript. And Mm. then from there, I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't have the funding for like, getting a professional editor and all that. And I didn't want, I didn't trust myself to do the editing on my own and put it out right. into the world and then have people think that it was good. Like I just didn't trust myself to edit like solely on my own. Cause you really do need several eyes on the work. You know, some sentences might sound Absolutely. weird to you that don't sound weird to somebody else or they sound normal. You know, you never know. So I just wasn't willing to do that. And also Partially, I'll admit it, I wanted the validation of having, like, a professional editor look at it and go, this is good. This should be in book form for everybody to read, you know?
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. So, and, you know, I've
0: said it. also, I don't Sorry. know, I didn't, because I didn't know what I was, I wanted to go with a publisher, and then they would tell me, like, you know, we're going to do this. You're going to look at this nice. and look it over and send it back and, you know, they give you the process. Right.
1: J-A-M-I-E-R-O-X-X dot U-S
2: Metal Babe Mayhem that's www dot l o v e s h a c k a p o t h e c a r y as well as online on instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. From La Holler to Miami to London. www.merch.jamiroquai.us.
1: Man, that's so smart. That is so smart because now you know the process, and so for book number two, there's you know there, there'll be sleepless nights on other things um, or sleepless days. Uh, you know, you won't have the same anxiety because you've been through it. You know, exactly.
0: Because this, this year has been tough for me, just because it's a lot of changes and doing things I've never done before. But from here, I think oh, it'll be yeah. smoother. Well, yeah, you know,
1: um, and and that's the whole thing, and that's what you know. I, I really want to let people know, also, if, if you are, you know, writing a book or whatever. Um, Whatever your passion is that you're trying to do, you got to be prepared for that, man. You got to be prepared, um, and also, I remember Rose. I remember going to dinner with you and uh, and and the wives. Um, no, Rose is they're not married yet. <laughs> um, but I remember going to dinner, and I think you had got your second rejection letter. Oh you, were yeah. upset. you were I was. Upset. You were like. <laughs> holy moly, these people, oh, my, you know, they're
0: just, ah, you know. You well, because I still remember the critique it. that they gave me. They they said that there wasn't enough, like, there there was too much introspection in the book. There wasn't enough action. And I was like, but, like, that's the thing I like to read about in a book. It's like their <laughs> inner turmoil. Like, without that, what right. are you looking at? <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, uh, you know,
0: the way I see it is their lost.
1: <laughs> I agree. I agree. And you know, but it's it's interesting because how now how things have changed, you know. Um nine months or ten months, whatever it was later. Um that's something and I, I don't think you only got two rejections, right,
0: for this? You got a couple. I, I got I got a couple, at least five. But I mean, surprisingly it wasn't actually that long that I was querying this story before it got picked up. So, I mean, nice. I got so discouraged at that's first, but awesome. then I wish I could have gone back and told myself, just calm down. It's coming very soon.
1: <laughs> right. And that's usually how that goes. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I hope we weren't too condescending me and Danny to, you know,
0: oh no, believe
1: me, we've, we're so used to rejection from other people. We, we start rejecting each other um, No. <laughs>
0: just to, no, you guys know, were very though. helpful through the whole thing. <laughs> um, you know,
1: but we're glad we're glad that you know everything worked out and everything. And you kept at it. You took the advice, you know, because we told you, well, do that person, you know. <laughs> even the Beatles got rejected. You know, everybody, everybody gets rejected. It's just part of it. Yeah, no.
0: That's you true. Know. Although I will it's, say uh, that. It- when people mention JK Rowling and her eight rejections, I go only eight. That's not that many. <laughs> <laughs> no. It sounds no, like it really a lot is. to somebody who doesn't know about publishing, but <laughs> now that I've been through it, I, I know that's not, that's nothing.
1: <laughs> now, what about rewrites? Do you, um, how does that process work? Do you, do you like send the book off and then, uh, uh, the editors and everybody comes back, or the publisher will come back and say, "Eh, we need a big explosion, or we need this, or we need that." Or
0: um,
1: well, I mean, it depends.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, when they read over it, if they think that the story's lacking, they might ask for you to add stuff or take things out. But honestly, for the most part, I didn't change much about the story
2: because yeah, she
0: was. My editor was pretty satisfied with everything as I did it. It was mostly just, like, developmental editing, line editing, things like that, just, like, to make the grammar and the flow sound good. Actual content, not much changed. Nice, nice.
1: Now, see, folks, look at that, analyze that, 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 that the little conversation we just had there, that little piece of the conversation. Um, developmental editing, all this stuff. Now, if you're choosing to do the self-publishing thing and, you know, you're, whenever, whatever, whatever you do, you always put the odds, uh, you stack the odds in your favor to win, you have to hire all those people. You have to hire an editor. You have Either to that or learn how people. to
0: do it all yourself. And it's a lot of hats to right. wear. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. You ever watch a
0: football game? There's yeah, I more mean... than just a
1: quarterback. <laughs>
0: No, not you. I know. I mean, you're... ask ask Julie. She knows. I'm a wreck most of the time. So if I was editing even more than I already am, because I mean, I do self-edit and then the editor goes over it also. But you know, doing it all yourself is too much. At least for me, I know yeah. I couldn't handle it.
1: <laughs> you're like one of those ladies, like my mother-in-law, you know, that would hire a housekeeper and then clean the house before the housekeeper came. Oh, well, I would. Can't see how I would. 100% <laughs> would.
0: I can't let them see this that that can on the <laughs> nightstand. No, unacceptable.
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Now, let me ask you this: with a with a story like this, a uh, romance and, and crime and suspense and all of that, all of our favorite things, you know, um, as, as society, do you find? I mean, I mean, this is a fantasy that you put to paper, you know, um, do you find that's got to be surreal, you know, the daydream is. Is, is
0: in your hand. you know, how does that, that's got to feel crazy. It does. Cause it kind of feels like, you know, these characters were just made up in my head, but now that they're on paper and other people can read about them, it almost feels like they're real people. Even sometimes I'll walk around and be like, Oh, that's something Dante would do. You know, and I'm like, wait, he's not a real person. He's a character. (laughs)
2: That's amazing. I
1: don't know. People, I think people in the art world would, will say that about their paintings and whatnot. I don't know how true it is. Really all, all a painting or a photograph is just a snapshot of a story or of a situation, of a fantasy. You have Mm -hmm. the whole fantasy there. You have the whole thing, you know, and, uh, I think I, I'm kind of envious in a way. You know what I mean? But also incredibly intimidated. I would never try to do that. Um, <laughs> you
0: know, I, I'm oh, not a writer. I'm sure you could come up but, with a good story. You've read enough stories.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, you know, it's it's just, it's, oh,
0: man, I can't even imagine. I
1: can't even imagine. Um, well, I'm coming to you when well, I'm, well, I'm
0: going to write my sci-fi. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you'll, you'll be go, my consultant. <laughs>
1: There we go. There we go.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> hey, now having this out and I know we're, we're doing the promo and you're doing all this promo for the book and everything right now. Um, I have to ask you, are the gears turning though for the next project? I, I know with me is a, as soon as I get a painting done, I'm like, I'm already thinking about usually three or four paintings down the chute. And I know my film friends, they'll finish a project and then they're, yes, they have to do the promotion and whatnot and that, and they're very proud of it, but they really want to get going on the next project. Musicians, I know the same thing. As a
2: writer,
0: are those gears turning? Always, always. I usually have two or three things going at once. I have, I mean, honestly, I should put a, a screenshot of my notes on my phone because it's a mess. It's like there's Ten story ideas there that I'm like, okay, which one am I going to do next? I'm going to do this one next. I have things that I have to research for those stories. I've got it all. Like the second I start getting to the last like three quarters of the book I'm writing, I'm already thinking about the next one.
1: <laughs> nice, nice. Now, a lot of writers I have known um, that are uh, you know doing their thing and whatnot are usually influenced. They're like, oh, well, yeah, I, I, I want to be like such and such. Or, I, I, you know, and even painters I know to an extent, you know, oh, I want to be the next Lichtenstein or, or whatever. Um, whatever it is. Uh, usually the more obscure the artist is, um, the more impressed I am, just because they know who the hell this person is. Um, right. As a writer, was there anybody you wanted to? I don't, see, I've never heard you talk about any, like, passionately about, any authors, you know? So I don't know. Are you, are you in that world? Do you? Well,
0: I mean, there was, um, Jodi Ellen Melpus. She writes romance Mm -hmm. also. And those, those are some of the first ones that I really got sucked into. So she's one of them, but if we're talking about romance, but if we're talking about Mm -hmm. just books in general, like just general fiction, Wally Lamb is my favorite writer Mm -hmm. and he just writes, you know, just these stories about people living in Connecticut in a small town. And it's just, I don't know why they just really hit home for me. I don't know. But his oh. writing style and everything. But I mean, I, I don't, I think I, emulate, I try to emulate Jody Ellen Malpass a little bit. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce what? her name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're that passionate about it. No, I'm not. Well, it's, it's It's amazing, and, you know, that's one of my my favorite things about you, Rose, is that you are well-read, and, you know, it it probably annoys people we hang out with a little bit, uh, our (laughs) partners and the like, um, because sometimes, and I'll catch us doing it every so often, we'll, uh, you know, get into uh, author speak or, uh, you know, literary speak or what what have you. Um, Yeah, that's why it's hard to choose.
0: There's just so many, you know. Right,
1: exactly,
0: exactly.
1: Um, I'm a band uh, writing uh, authorship, literally style, I should say, of, um, I love the classics, the old school classic detective stories, you know, Chandler, of course, and Dashiell Hammett and all that. Um, I just like that mm-hmm. world. I, I think it's neat. I like to paint that, you know, I dip my toe in my painting uh, into that world a lot you know, glamorous women up to no good, you know?
0: I I love the aesthetic. I do.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, I just, I, I dig it, you know? Um But even in a contemporary sense, you know, I, I love Sin City, Frank Miller's Sin City, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Jamie paintings every scene. I love it. Um But the two pages, no, I only read two or three pages of your book. Like I said, Danny (laughs) counted with it. I don't have it in front of me, folks. Um, Danny has it. I think it's at her work right now with it. Um, She's at work right now, for those who didn't know. And um, (laughs) I found myself getting drawn in just from that little couple little pages I read there, you know, that little snippet. Um, I definitely want to read this book, and and it drew me in. Um, You'll have to rip it from
0: Danny's cold, dead hands.
1: (laughs) I'm telling. The way she's reading this, she'll she'll be finished with it tomorrow. I'm telling. Well, (laughs) no, she's got a big thing tomorrow, but Monday she'll she'll be finished with it. Um, You know, um, and and, oh, maybe maybe you know she is excited about this thing, so maybe that's one of the things she's using it to to get away, (laughs) yeah, take a little break (laughs) from her own anxieties and whatnot with uh, with her booth
0: and the big. You know, hey, that's, if, if that is all I can do with my book, though, I'll be happy with that. You know, that people <laughs> pick it up to distract themselves for a little bit and it makes them feel better. I'm happy.
1: Well, I think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic. And it's going to be the first of many just from your work ethic, your work ethic alone, um, let, let alone <laughs> talent and all that, you know, I mean, is uh, is amazing. She works, folks. That's the big secret. She works.
2: You know? I want to bash my head on the wall. Okay, I will
0: say I'll emulate someone because I saw a video of an interview with Stephen King where he says he writes six pages a day. And I went, you know what? I can do that, too. I can write six pages a day. (laughs) Yeah. Help. So Uh, I I try. I I try to write every day. Rose probably doesn't write six pages a
1: day. She probably writes seven (laughs) or eight.
0: (laughs) I just know how you are, Rose, you know? (laughs) I (laughs) I can be petty like that. There have been times I I wrote like eight pages in one day. I was like, take that Stephen King.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's amazing. And it's so cool. Now, folks, you can get this, like I said, we uh, we, we got our copy off Amazon, and, um, yeah, you know, we're friends with Rose, and, um, you know, we totally understand. We want to support our friends' uh, creative endeavors any way we can, and, you know, that's why we bought it, and I suggest you do the same thing. Came to our house. What, we were at dinner the other night. What did Danny say? She goes, well, the book won't be here till Monday, and she was all sad.
2: Came the next day,
1: (laughs) you know, I'm telling you, Amazon's on that shit, man. They know it. They know it. Now, I'm not Mm -hmm. saying yours will come the next day, folks, but it probably will. Art did. That's all I'm saying. Um, Very, very cool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, if you are writing a story, just send them to Rose and she'll edit them for free. No, I'm I'm kidding. No,
0: no, no. (laughs) Don't do that. Um, no. Oh, God, my yeah. DMs. <laughs> oh, it's
1: It's so frustrating to me, too. I get that a lot where people ask, goodbye, well, how do I do this? How do I do that? Um, you know, and I'm like, well, you know, go to art school. That's how
0: you do that. <laughs>
1: you know, <laughs> what can I say? Write
0: a 90,000 oh. word manuscript and then talk to me. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no it's just. Oh, man. Oh, well, you know, sometimes I feel bad, too, because people are like, how do I get, like, for the podcasting, it's so bad. They're like, how, how do I get advertisers for the podcast? I'm like, well, do a thousand podcasts, and they start coming to you, man. Um, You know, yes. you've done three, <laughs> you know. Settle down there, yes, Joe I Rogan. Mean, uh,
0: that's the know, same gotta... thing that I keep telling myself about this. It's like, obviously, you're not going to blow up after you write one thing, you know. Or you're not going to get up you do one thing. You, you were. have to be consistent.
1: Right. Right. Well, you're a hell of a lot closer than you were when you had written no things, you know.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <And> that, that
1: <laughs> means a lot, you know, seriously. Oh, very cool. Well, it's that time, Rose. I've had so much fun. Thank you for taking you time can. out of your busy schedule to be on the show. Welcome back. Anytime, Thank you. Any Anytime. Yeah, you know, you want to come on here and we'll we'll talk books, we'll talk uh, current events, whatever you want to talk about. Um, you know,
0: we'll talk uh, football. <laughs> no, I'm
1: kidding. We'll talk football. Oh my god, that would be the funniest podcast ever because <laughs> just yeah, both of us. I don't think like nice, either of us you know that much about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, oh craziness, god. craziness. Well, folks, <laughs> that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, we will be back. Um, You know, I had this big order that came in, and I wasn't even going to do any podcasts next week. And, um, you know, (laughs) that, of course, that plan went right out the window. Uh, We'll be back Monday. We've got a fantastic – this guy, he's a writer, director, producer, star. Uh, Mr. Todd Flattery will be on uh, talking about his new movie, uh, Dark Star Pictures, is releasing it and on March 31st on digital and dvd or i'm sorry it'll be in what theaters in uh, la new york city and san francisco march 31st and then out on digital and dvd april 11th it's called chrissy jude it's a fantastic dramedy. they're uh listing this as for those at home keeping up that's comedy and drama and uh, it's a great lgbtqa plus i don't think i left anything out there uh film very, very cool film. I, I watched it last night. It's just fantastic. And uh, it, all about drag culture and this and that. It, it, these are the backdrops of this movie. Very cool and very poignant. You know, it's got, we're going to have a good conversation uh, about all that kind of stuff. And, and of course, the film uh, on Monday. So if that's your bag, baby, tune in for that. And uh, we will see you then. Thanks again, Rose. You're cool turned up the 10. Thank you, Dave. You know?
0: Talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Thanks for having me. Bye.
1: Okay, folks, uh, like I said, we're going to wrap that up. This is uh, this will, of course, be converted to a podcast. We're going to push it out on all the social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. We're on all of them. I mean, I don't know if it's all of them. We're on 830-some podcasts. Can you believe there's that many podcasting platforms? If you're going to start a business, do anything, uh, sell timeshares, ties, uh, you know, Eskimo moccasins, whatever it is, man, anything but starting a podcasting platform, because there's already 830 of them, is all I'm saying. Uh, Now, if that's your passion, then, you know, podcast platform away, brother, because, you know, you got to do what you love. Anyhow. Uh, Yeah, we're on all of them. We're going to push this uh, episode out on that. This will be uh, available to stream and download, whatever you want to do with it, uh, directly. So we will see you then. Have a good one, everybody.
2: Bye. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited For broadcast on Blog Talk Radio Pana Oli, Pop Rocks Radio
0: Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio Manténganse al tanto
1: Hey, the Harry Hicks from uh, Sverige Ocni, listen to Pop Rocks Radio Med Jamie Rocks
2: Blog Talk Radio